Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Thursday. This is the 18th week after Pentecost. Today we finish up reading the 14th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. And now we begin our prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 14th chapter, beginning this morning at verse 66. While Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came by. When she saw Peter warming himself, she stared at him and said, You also were with Jesus, the man from Nazareth. But he denied it, saying, I do not know or understand what you are talking about. And he went out into the forecourt. Then the cock crowed. And the servant girl, on seeing him, began again to say to the bystanders, This man is one of them. But again he denied it. Then, after a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, Certainly you are one of them, for you are a Galilean. But he began to curse, and he swore an oath, I do not know this man that you are talking about. And at that moment the cock crowed for the second time. Then Peter remembered that Jesus had said to him, Before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. The high priest, the chief priest, the scribes, the whole council, has denied that Jesus is the Messiah and with their own vote in their own mouth have condemned him to death. Jesus dies, carrying away the sins of his own people. Now, Peter, one of the inner three of Jesus' closest disciples, the first to confess his faith publicly in Jesus as the Messiah, also denies knowing Jesus, or having a part in what Jesus is doing or about, or about having any kind of relationship with him at all. Jesus dies, carrying away the sins of the disciples who confess Jesus as Lord and Messiah, but from time to time bear a false witness to the world, trying to pass as one of the crowd, 
and not as one of Jesus' disciples. And yet, as Peter leaves the courtyard, he breaks down in shame and sorrow over what he has done. Peter weeps. In his contrition, he will learn the forgiveness and new life that Christ gives after Jesus is raised from the dead. When Jesus rises from the dead, he will also raise Peter from his shame as well. In this little scene, then, we see the first part of our salvation in action, and we anticipate what comes next when God raises us up. We see Peter sin against Jesus, against his fellow disciples, against his own conscience by denying his association with Jesus. We know that Peter is afraid. We know that this move keeps Peter from trouble, but that kind of explanation does not comfort or take away what has happened. Peter cannot rationalize his shame away or his guilt. No matter how many of us would have done the same thing in the same circumstances, the guilt remains. When the cock crows and Peter remembers Jesus' words, he stands convicted of his sin. Peter then breaks down in sorrow for his sin. There is no doubt that Peter loves Jesus, and his whole life is wrapped up in Jesus and Jesus' mission. And yet here, seemingly against his own soul, he denies knowing him. What could be more agonizing than hurting the one you love so much? by denying that you even know them. And in that sorrow and contrition is where Peter meets his end, the end of all of his boasting that he will fight with Jesus to the end, the end of all of his own efforts, the end of his own clever confession, the end of his own scheming for for power to be the greatness, the end of everything that would have been running through his mind. And that is where we must leave Peter from now. But Jesus will soon rise from the dead, and he will raise Peter with him. He will proclaim peace to Peter. Peter will be forgiven and given a whole new life, filled with the Holy Spirit. He will bear bold witness to Jesus. And that is what this whole thing does to us. The cross brings us to the end of ourselves, convicts us of our sin, And in our sorrow leads us to die with Christ, so that in God's mercy we might rise again. In Christ, by his power, by his love, by his will. Christ dies for our sins, and those sins are real. Even the sins of his closest and most loved disciples. Disciples like you and me. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high breaks upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, 
to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. We thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and all gifts of healing and forgiveness and peace. For the communion of faith and fellowship within your church and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful today? Merciful God, who might renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who are sick, for those who are mourning, for those who are tending to the sick and comforting the bereaved, for people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, and for those who govern the nations of the world, for all who are working to bring about peace and international harmony, for all who are looking to to bring health and well-being, for those who are striving to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for our friends and our loved ones who are sick in body, mind, or in their spirit. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil, strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.